You're listening to Barbin' Around. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go! You heard it, Barbin' Around, only on CHMR 93.5 FM, and I'm your host, Barb Walsh. Hey, 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 it's that time again. Welcome to Barbin' Around, and I'm your host for the show, Barb Walsh. So glad you're tuning in today. By now, you know how we do it. Odd, hot topics, interesting topics, guest artists, you know, we have then our awkward moment, interesting NL facts, and of course, I play a little bit of jams in between so you all can get grooving. Stay right here. We're coming back. So let's see what I got lined up for you today. Yes, yes, yes. I got those interesting topics. And I got with me special guest singer, musician, Charles Boyd. I'm happy and excited to have him here today with the prelude to his album release schedule for December. Wait till you hear this first. First, right here on Barbin' Around. Um, I'm also proud to say... I've added a new segment to the show um, based on our listeners' request called Love Bites. And uh, some of you might have heard some of the stuff I've talked about already. So everybody, stay tuned and let's get to it. Okay, so uh, I don't know if any of you saw that in the paper uh, and on the television. So Facebook is apologizing after its AI labels black men as primates. Primates. What is this? What world am I living in? Is it not 2021? So Facebook, of course, right away, issued an apology on behalf of its artificial intelligence software that asks users watching a video featuring black men if they wanted to see more videos about primates. Wow. This is outrageous. What are you doing, Facebook? What are you doing? Get with the times, please. So the social media giant has since disabled the topic recommendation feature and says it's investigating the cause of the uh, the error. But the video had been online for more than a year. More than a year. As categorized labeling black men as primates. What is this? You know, so a Facebook spokesperson told the New York Times on Friday, which first, by the way, reported the story, that the automated prompt was an unacceptable error and apologized to anyone who came across the offensive suggestion. The video was uploaded by the Daily Mail on June the 27th, documented an encounter between a white man and a group of black men who were celebrating a birthday. They were celebrating a birthday. And what happens? So the clip basically captures the white men allegedly calling 911 to report that he is being harassed by a bunch of black men. Before cutting to an unrelated video that showed police officers arresting a tenant in his own home, uh, this is a, this blows my mind. So they're celebrating a birthday party, and as Billy Joel said in his song, yeah, maybe we might be a little bit too loud, but what does that have to do with calling the police and then Facebook labeling them based on this as primates? 
ridiculous. So they're obviously, they're trying to, um, they're definitely trying to uh, move along with this one. They don't want it sticking around the media too long. Get with it, Facebook. That's all I got to tell you. Get with it. But, you know, uh, while I heard this, I started doing some research, and I found that in 2015, Google's image recognition software classified photos of black people as gorillas, as gorillas. So Google did, of course, they all come out with their apology. Google apologized and removed the labels of gorilla, chimp, chimpanzee, and monkey. Words that remain censored over two years later. What is going on? These big IT companies need to get with the times and understand how they are affecting people of different races when things like this happen. When things like this happen. So there's there's some more other things with this, but let's let's move along now because uh, you know this stuff just it heats me up. So. I want to give you all an interesting thing to think about. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, We know that in the U.S., you know, they've got that whole issue with gun control and, you know, uh, young people having easy access to guns, being able to purchase guns because because of the right to bear arms, right? So I was thinking the other day and I said, you know, um, schools are now, I was watching on TV, they're doing drills, like shooting drills, if, if a shooter should come to the school and lockdown drills. And I remember this too, um, you know, that that uh, in Ontario, I'm not sure about Newfoundland, but they do the, the shooters drill and the lockdown drill. But did they ever consider that the shooter is in the drill as well? As well. And not only did I see the the, the, the lockdown uh, drills going on at school, I was also listening to uh, Dave Chappelle's um, stand-up show, the last one he did there after coming back. And he also mentioned uh, something about this in the same sense, if we're training the students to shelter in place, to hide, to do whatever, go in the closet, lock up, the sh- person who usually comes to shoot in the school goes to the school So that means that they would have been a part of the drill and they know where everybody is at. That's just a food for thought, everybody. Just a food for thought. Now, uh, we're going to take a little break here. And then when I come back, I'm going to be interviewing the one and only Charles Boyd right here from Newfoundland, Labrador, um, giving us a taste of what's to come out in his uh, album this December. So in the meantime, enjoy this throwback, Back to Life Back to reality. Stay tuned, everybody. You're listening to Barb Walsh right here on CHMR 93.5. Back to
The future of animals everywhere is at risk. In the last 40 years, over half of the world's animal populations have disappeared. Biodiversity is in crisis, and we need to do something now to reverse this alarming trend. Earth Rangers knows that no one cares more about animals than our children. And by providing them with the tools and the inspiration to take action, kids can make a real difference to the survival of wildlife. Already, thousands of children across Canada are joining forces as Earth Rangers to help protect animals and their habitats. To get your child involved or to make a donation, please visit earthrangers.com. When you wish. When you wish for something wonderful to happen. What is the power of a wish? Sometimes it can make you forget. About the needles and the pain. And get through this thing. Wishes are what we do. Forget about being stuck inside. Laugh with my family. Go somewhere really amazing and get through this thing. The Children's Wish Foundation of Canada. Call 1-88-267-WISH or visit childrenswish.ca today. Listen to over 500 radio stations from anywhere in Canada with Radio Player Canada, the must-have app that's as Canadian as you are. Friendly, ready-to-party, great company. From kitchen parties to curling bond spiels. Enjoy every type of radio station anywhere, anytime. Listen through your phone, Sonos, Google Chromecast, Google Home, Amazon Echo, Apple CarPlay, and Android Auto. Download the Radio Player Canada app today. It's where Canadian radio plays. Hey, all you hip cats and groovy kitties. You're tuned to the coolest station in the nation. It's large, live, and online at www.chmr.ca. It's Mun Radio, 93.5 CHMR FM. And it's groovy, babies. Okay, everybody, welcome back to Barb and Around, and I'm your host, Barb Walsh, and we are broadcasting from CHMR 93.5 FM, and we're on every Wednesday at 4 p.m. I'm super stoked to have our next guest, Charles Boyd. Charles is a singer and musician, and he hasn't released his first album, which is, should be coming out in December, but he was willing to share a single with us today, which I will let him talk all about that. So everybody, welcome, Charles. Welcome. Hello. Hey. Hi, Thanks for coming on the show today, Charles. Thank you so much. Thank so, Charles, not a problem. So, Charles, tell me, um, first of all, what's the what's the name of your album? Not just a drummer. Not just a drummer. Where did that come from? <laughs> well, because I do so many other things, you know. But musically, I, I'm a lead singer and I'm a percussionist. Besides being a set drummer. Wow. So. I just do, I do a lot more musically, you know, as a musician than just playing drums. I should call you another Prince because I did a show on Prince and uh, he played a lot of instruments as well as, as uh, was the lead singer of the band as well. That's wonderful. So well, how, how did you first get into music? Well, I, so many years ago, I uh, I saw a drum set on a place where I, I was born in Kansas City, Missouri, and in the States, and mm -hmm. uh, we used to go to this uh, function, this place that was a lake, and it was a man-made lake where we could swim at, and there was a set of drums set up by the uh, concession stand, and it was the owner's son, and I must have been about 10, 10 years old then, 
and I was just really taken with them. I just, uh, I was drawn to it. Wow. And about five years later, I got my first set of drums at 15. Nice. And and when you got your first set of drums at 15, do your parents move out of the house? (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) They they were so good about me in the basement. You know, I was in the basement, had my thing, my drums set up down there. And as the years rolled by, we actually, I put bands together and we rehearsed in the basement. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All the kids, all the kids used to follow us home from school. They were you know, 30 kids in the basement while we were practicing. It was a fun time. I won't forget it. Wow. So like starting that, like your musical career as a young man and then, you know, going to a teenager, what made you decide to pursue this career in entertainment? Because some people, you know, they start playing music when they're teenagers, then they leave it alone. What made you decide to pursue a career in entertainment? I just, I just loved it. I loved it the camaraderie with the bands that I played in, many bands over the years, and and the audience and, and uh, friendships developed from the audience and people in the audience that loved the bands. Uh, I just, I just, I was just uh, thrilled with being able to be a part of all that. I, I loved it and still do. And still, still do. To, do. So let me ask I, you, what kind of singer would you classify yourself as? Wow, that's that's kind of a tough question because I have so many influences. I don't know. Some people have said that, you know, certain songs I, you know, I sound like Paul McCartney. I sound like, uh, you know, I, it just depends on the song. You, you know, actually do sound a little bit like Paul McCartney. You do. Oh, do you, you hear that in the song? Yes. <laughs> well, well, you know, I'm flattered. L- let me ask but, you. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So many, so many influences. You know, it's hard to pin it down because I do different styles of music. You know, so and I have over the years from from jazz uh, to reggae to calypso rock and roll, blues. I mean, I've just played so many genres over the years. So wow, uh, it'd be hard to pin that down as far as who I think I, I sound like. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would you say has been the best performance of your career so far? Every performance. Oh, every performance. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. No, it, well, well, really, every Every time I sat down on the drums or I stand up next to a mic or, you know, I'm it's I'm just doing the best that I can to, to bring the best performance that I can. So it's everyone. Abs- absolutely. And what what skills do you think that you've learned that helped your singing career? Well, I mean, I took voice lessons years ago, along with some uh, percussion and drumming. So I took you know, of course, in junior college back when I was back in the States and just education, you know, and then the feel for it, you know, I just have a good feeling for certain styles of music when I play. That's awesome. That That's amazing. So now we're, we're going to listen to your song. We'll come back with you in a moment. What's the name of the song we're about to listen to? The name is Try As You Might, and it's a song basically about the current times, you know, I mean, 
there's a lot of a uh, lot of things going on with people unfortunately not all good so it's just a statement about people and how we need to try harder to try and get get along and, and share some love and understand that we're not all alike but we should accept each other and try try as we might to accept each other Perfect. Um, every Charles, stick around. Everybody, this is, uh, you heard it here first because the album's not coming out until December. This is Try As You Might.
everybody. We're back with Barbin Around on CHMR 93.5 FM um, with your host. I'm still here, Barb Walsh, and we're here with singer and songwriter Charles Boyd. Um, so, Charles, I know that you told us a little bit before we listened to the song about, you know, what the song what the song means. But what was the true inspiration to the lyrics of your song? I, I think, well, actually, I'm not the composer of the song. I'm, I'm working with uh, some very good friends of mine back in the States that have written some songs. So I can't take credit as far as the, the writer of the song. Okay. But, uh, Craig Young, who wrote the song, is one of my very best friends. I've been in many bands with him over the years. Uh, and so he's been working with me to, to give me a few of the songs I really like. Oh, okay. We, so I'm sure inspiration, though, is, like I said, it's what's happening on the planet currently between people and how we need to try and try and get along better with each other. Yeah, which is you know? very true, especially in these times, you know, having a pandemic, which none of us have experienced before, and just what's happening around the globe. Um, I, I like that. We should all try to get along, you know, and try to live the best we can. So I know you said that you play uh, the drums and other instruments. When you're recording, do you play instruments? Are, are you the one playing the instruments and trying to sing out the, sing the song at the same time? Um, and if so, which is your instrument of choice? Well, it, it just depends. I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I play drums on a lot of the songs, and then I do percussion. So it, it just depends on the song. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and that's understandable as well. Now, do you perform live? Oh, I do, yes. Um, con yes. Concerts around the island? or the I do. Okay. Do you have one I, perhaps coming up soon? or? Well, uh, not for my album, uh, but... I, I drum and do backup singing for Young Tree in the Blooms. Oh. And we do play around town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not, I don't think we're booked so far because we're actually looking at recording our third album. I've done, I've been with Peter about eight years now. So we're looking at doing our third album, recording it. Uh, don't know if we're playing live. Last time we played was down at the Black Sheep on George Street. Mm -hmm. Had a good time there. So uh, I know we want to play more. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, the people in the band are very busy. All of us are very busy. It's sometimes it's hard to, you know, to pin everything down. <laughs> we, we're actually having a rehearsal this afternoon uh, because... It just worked out that everybody had some free time. So. To do, and I know it, 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 it can be difficult scheduling and, and doing all of those things. So, um, yeah. so, Charles, your album comes out in December. We can look forward to that. Yes. And I definitely, I so. yes, I, I think it's going to be great. I mean, I love this song here, so I'm, I'm excited and, and can't wait uh, till your album comes out in December. Um, but if people wanted to know more about you or your band or to uh, be able to listen to your music, how would they do that? Well, I'm going to set up a website when the album comes out. So, you know, that's that's coming in the future, near future. But they could go and see what I'm doing with Young Tree in the Blooms. Okay. Uh, 
we're on YouTube. Uh, got a lot of different sites that we're on, but the, all they need to do is Google Young Tree in the Blooms and it'll come up. Okay, so Young Tree in the Blooms, everybody that's listening out there, if you want to hear some more uh, from Charles, and he's uh, currently working with this band right now. Charles, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, and I know you're going to join me again in December when you release your album. I'd love to. Yes, love and, to. and I would love to get a little acapella kind of thing from you here too next time um, and when we do it in the studio. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, yes. Barb. I appreciate your time with this. I, I, I'm so happy I got the chance to speak to you, and we've learned a lot. And, um, you know, again, I'm bringing you back here in December, but thank you for hanging out and sharing your work. And remember, you're always welcome back on my show. Thank you. All thank right. you so much. All right. Thank you, Charles. Thank you. Okay, everyone, we've got two more segments for you. So enjoy this throwback song right here on CHMR 93.5 FM. In me. Every time I touch that track, it turns into gold. Everybody knows I got the magic in me. When I hit the floor, the girls come snapping at me. Now everybody wants a blast of magic, 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 magic. Any verse, I hypnotize you with every line. I'll need a volunteer. How about you with the eyes? Come on down to the front. Stay right here and don't be shy. I have you time traveling. Have your mind babbling. People trying to inherit the skills, so they asking it. Even David Blaine had to go and take some classes in. I see mind freak like, what's up, man? What's happening? So come one, come on. We see the show tonight. Prepare to be astounded. No ghost of guys. You know I'm no Pinocchio. I never told a lie. So call me Mr. Magic. Based on my genetic testing information, I can be treated unfairly by insurance companies and employers. That's not right. We need to end genetic discrimination in Canada. Now. Learn more at HuntingtonSociety.ca. Sisters, yours may be part of the 72%. Did you know that 72% of all Canadians with Alzheimer's disease are women? Take a moment. Learn the 10 warning signs. Talk to the Alzheimer's Society. We can help, and you can help us. Visit Alzheimer.ca and donate today. Listen to over 500 radio stations from anywhere in Canada with Radio Player Canada, the must-have app that's as Canadian as you are. Smart, lovable, easygoing, fits in anywhere. From early morning hockey practices to late night after parties, enjoy every type of radio station anywhere, anytime. Listen through your phone, Sonos, Google Chromecast, Google Home, Amazon Echo, Apple CarPlay, and Android Auto. Download the Radio Player Canada app today. It's where Canadian radio plays. 
This is Phil Paulino of Air 9, and you're listening to CHMR-FM 93.5, Newfoundland's only alternative. Four million miles from nowhere. Hello, everybody. Yep, you're still listening to Barbin' Around right here on CHMR 93.5 FM. Once again, this show broadcasts on CHMR every Wednesday at 4 p.m., as well as on available different podcast platforms. Okay, so now we're on to awkward moments. So it's been a while since I watched The Ellen Show, um, and uh, I know all that stuff that's going on with Ellen right now, but I found this very awkward. So uh, usually the Ellen's audience members, there's a back room where the audience gets to go, and, you know, they take little giveaways, like maybe cups and stuff, and you can just imagine what the giveaway must be like on The Ellen Show. So it's really nice things. We're not talking about Dollarama stuff here, really nice things. So they have a camera there. So I guess the audience members didn't know they had a camera, so there was one lady in the audience And when she was at the table, she started stuffing four cups, this, this. She was just taking extra, extra. So Ellen's crew noticed what she was doing. So when they were in their seats, right on the show, live, you know, Ellen's broadcasting now. Ellen says, "Um, yeah, um, you uh, took, you know, uh, you took a lot of the giveaways. You were getting a bit greedy there. And the cameras focused on this woman. And Ellen says, because you tried to do that deceitfulness, it takes extra stuff you have to sit in like a timeout chair, you know, like back in school days when we were elementary school. This woman was so embarrassed, but all I could say was, awkward. <laughs> Anyways, that was our awkward moment this week. Uh, stay tuned. We got interest in NL Facts coming up. So enjoy this throwback called Good Times by Chick. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed that little break. Uh, good times. It brings back, you know, memories of jamming in the clubs. Anyways, let's get on now. You're listening to Barbin' Around. I'm your host, Barb Walsh. You're still here on CHMR 93.5 FM. So now we're into interesting NL facts. Um, 
Well, so it's been about 20 years since the 9-11 attacks in the United States. You know, definitely we honor the fallen and the heroes of the September 11th uh, attack. You know, there were thousands of lives that were lost. Among them, the people on United Flight 93 and the heroes on this flight that fought hijackers from crashing the plane into the target, which was the U.S. Capitol. It rather crashed into a cornfield. Um, so what happened was basically, uh, and there was one man in particular, his wife and his daughter, uh, they were speaking about this, and they feel so proud and honored because he was one of the men that led charge and said, you know what, everybody? And, and basically, we're, we're going to die. These guys have a mission. These terrorists have a mission. Let's, let's, let's you know, interrupt that plan, that perfect plan that they thought they had. And they took over, and the plane ended up crashing into a cornfield rather than into the U.S. Capitol. Um, I honor those heroes um, because, you know, who knows what it's like to be in a situation like that where you know that you are going to die and instead of just sitting there complacent, you decide let's do something about it. So I honor those fallen heroes. But this 9-11 attack also plays a role in Newfoundland history um, when approximately 7,000 strangers had to land in Gander. Um, of course, and this is where the onstage play um, Come From Away was born um, because of what happened. But, it, you know, the people of Gander provided landing, food, shelter. They, too, are a part of this legacy of 9-11. You know, I spoke to an individual from Gander who was assisting um, and said the town of Gander came together to help thousands of people who literally showed up unannounced at their doorsteps. And all that mattered was helping them through this. Um, you know, I, I remember hearing a lady, she would go and she would record the news on her uh, on her CD or, or, or DVD or VCR, whatever they were using at that time. And she would bring it to the school where, where the people were housed in the gym um, so they can keep up with what's going on in the news and, and so forth. And I can only imagine... You are from the States, you're on a flight on your way back home, and then all of a sudden, all this happens, you're stuck in Canada, in a, in a province called Newfoundland, little town called Gander, not a very big town, but people with big heart. And this is another reason why I love Newfoundland, and I love living here, because in a small town with limited resources, they will give you their last meal if it means saving your life. I want to say thank you to those people in Gander who were all part and parcel of this life-changing event. All right, I will be back um, after this with our new segment, Love Bites. So enjoy this oldie called Hot Steppa by Innie Camus right here on CHMR 93.5. So 
Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Barbin' Around, and I'm still your host, Barb Walsh, right here on CHMR 93.5 FM. So we are into that new segment um, called Love Bites. So, you know, I had um, some listeners uh, write me in. Oh, by the way, if you do want to uh, drop me a line, you want a topic discussed, maybe you got a Love Bites you want me to talk about on the air Drop me a line at barbinaround at gmail.com and I'll be sure to respond to you. So a listener wrote in asking for advice on her current relationship. She writes, hi, Barb. My boyfriend is 46 and my father is 49. Woo, girl. <laughs> okay, you already got me there. Your dad's 49 and your boyfriend's 46. Let me continue. So... I go to school full-time and I work part-time, so my father supports my education, living, meals, etc. I've been dating my boyfriend for the past six months and all seems to be great until he met my dad. My dad was shocked because I didn't disclose uh, my new beau's age ahead of time. Since meeting my boyfriend, um, my father has cut off um, helping me in any way. He is not giving me any uh, financial assistance. He's not giving me uh, rides to transportation, rides to school. Um, so I've spoken to him as to why he's no longer helping me. And he told me that I'm dating a man his age. So that man should be taking care of me or I should get a better job and take care of myself. He did, however, mention that if I broke up with my boyfriend, he would start assisting me again. So, you know, she, she said, I spoke to my boyfriend about helping me out financially, and he stated that he has two kids in university and is still paying child support. Once his children are finished school, he'll be able to help me out a bit more. And yes, if you're wondering, I'm around the same age as his children. Please, do I choose my boyfriend or my dad or suffer in silence? Okay. Signed M. Okay, M. First, let me start out by saying, I'm no expert on relationships. Yes, I've had some years to understand stuff. And yes, part of my educational background, I have some experience there. And I'm not declaring to be. But I'm going to tell you 
what exactly my opinion is on this matter based on what you've told me. So first off, this man you're dating is the same age practically as your father. I mean, I just can't imagine what your father thought when he met your boyfriend. And you have to understand he's coming from a loving parental perspective to have doubts about your older boyfriend. Next, your current job does not allow for you to be able to afford living and such, you know, you're living off of your father. So your dad has compensated you over this time with whatever amount you needed above and beyond the basic um, income and also the fact that you're a full-time student. You know, this would, this would all be completely understandable if you were dating someone your own age in a similar predicament as yourself. If this was the case, I believe that your father would continue helping you out. But your boyfriend is almost the same age as your father, who has already finished his schooling and established himself for some time now, as you've indicated. He also has children in university that he's taking care of. If this man cannot afford to help you out, no matter how many children he has in university, high school, or wherever, then you need to get him out of your life. He needs to hit the door. He doesn't seem to have good intentions for you and seem to be okay dating you while you continue to suffer financially. Nah, I say you do you and what's right by you. So. Your education, if that's important for you to be finished so you can start out with your career path, you know, then that's what you do. But coming from based, based off what you told me, this man does not mean you any good. And honey, he is very close to your father's age. And I know they say love ain't nothing but a number. And I can get it. If you were 40 and he was 55 or 60, oh, that wouldn't really matter because you've already matured to that level. You've already finished school. You're already, your career is solid. But that ain't happened yet. No, no, it hasn't. So take my advice if you wish and if you want to, but this man means you no good. And if he did one last thing, sorry, he would definitely, definitely assist you because he realized the importance of your education and what you need to grow together as a couple. Anyways, that's just me. That's just me giving your stuff. Um, you tell me, you can always send me an email and tell me a little bit about the follow-up here and give me an update on what happened, all right? Thanks for writing in, M. Well, this wraps up our first session of Love Fights. Now we are on to Newfoundland Saves. Okay, so we're on to Newfoundland Sayings. What do we have on the queue this week? What do we have? So, you know, sometimes you'll ask somebody, you know, how you doing? Or, hey, do you like this? Or, you know, whatever. And their response will be, best kind. So, you know, um, hey, you know, my boss, my boss is best kind. Hey, how are you doing? Best kind. So this word is pretty straightforward. It's the best of its kind, and I love it. Thank you for listening to my Newfoundland sayings. Um, and you know what, everybody? This wraps it up for our show today. 
Um, that's it for barbing around. Time seems to go so fast when I'm doing this because how much I love bringing this information to y'all out there. Um, remember, if there's a hot topic, interesting topic, awkward moment, Newfoundland saying, whatever you'd like to share, please, please shoot me an email at barbingaround at gmail.com. Thanks to those of you who have written on topics that you'd like me to discuss. Well, everybody, that's it for the show. Anything you got, keep it coming, keep it coming, keep it coming. <laughs> I'm Barb Walsh. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Until next time, be kind and stay safe. I'm out. You're listening to Barbin' Around. This program is broadcast on CHMR 93.5 FM and available on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Have a nice one.